Hey, Johan Yaks. Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Uh, a little bit late on the sports episode, but a quick life update for you. Had a um, death in the family, not my immediate family, but a relative, and it was unexpected. So, um, spent had a literal, like, on-the-dot 36-hour trip up to Nebraska and back the last two days. So, things got crazy. So I know I had promised a cookie day video and then I was working on a more documentary style one and both of those got delayed. Everything got delayed. I didn't do a dose of weird and I finally have gotten back to a place where I can do this episode and I, I honestly wasn't even sure I'd be able to do the sports episode, but I decided I needed to find a way. So that's what we're doing. But it was obviously we're at like the apex of college football right now and we... The NFL is just heating up. Things are getting crazy. So we'll just jump into it. We won't waste anyone's time. But the Cookie Day video, hopefully end of this week, should be dropping. I I, I had it already, had it uploaded to YouTube. And then one of, turns out one of the songs I used had copyright problems. So now I'm either debating just putting uh, putting a song on repeat or trying to find a different one, and it, it completely threw me off. I was like, son of a gun. It did the copyright checks and was like, warning, and I was like, crap. It was such a good song, too. So thank you, copyright. And, yeah, we'll see who that is, but also upload it to Rumble. You can check it out there and see what Cookie Day is all about. Also, if you follow us on Instagram, you can see that, um, well, my birthday was Monday, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Just saying thank you for all the happy birthdays I just got since you heard that. If you didn't already tell me happy birthday. But, um, and as a birthday present from a couple people, I got two pieces of merch. So, you know, I, I've briefly talked about merch and how I've done some mock up designs in my free time. But, you know, that's kind of something that I see more down the line uh, when, <clears throat> when we're a little bit more developed. And I've, you know, I've done some research into merch stores and how to set those up and what a lot of, well, uh, my wife and my sister just took it upon themselves to go each design a shirt. And one of them, if you look at the post is actually really, really cool. And who knows, might become our staple first piece of merch, just as the Rambling Viking podcast has a cool helmet on the front. And, uh, the other one is the Hanya Horden has an Eagle and a, an American flag and it's pretty sweet, but if you haven't seen those go check out um, my last post maybe and it's got those it's pretty cool I was pretty pumped and um, go ahead and throw a comment on that post if you would be interested in either or both of those and maybe get those to you maybe maybe do a Christmas special for the listeners and uh, get some people some t-shirts or make it make them available for you and we can shoot kick off the merch train who would have thought but all right, we'll dive into, that does it for announcements. Also, fair warning, I am outside. There may be some noises, maybe some slight wind. We're just going to have to bear with me because things have been crazy. I'm on the move right now, and I literally was like, maybe I should just do this for my truck <laughs> at this point because I was you know, it was like, I don't know. I'm so I'm not in my normal spaces, uh, normal space in any way, shape, or form, but we're here. We're getting it done. So better late than never. All right, we're going to flip it on its head. Normally, we do college first, and then we jump into the NFL. We're going to do the NFL first. So, pigskin, pick them for week 13. Another 70-point week. Let's check the standings. Still in the second place. Oh, man, it's your boy. He had a 100-point week. Son of a gun. And the skunk line had a 60-point week. So, um, your boy is just pulling away. He's at 108 and 69. I'm 103 and 74. 
I mean, I'm only 50 points shy, but that's tough to make up in one week. I need you to have the worst week of your life, and I need to have the best week of my life. So we shall see, though. Let's go through and see how my picks were. All right. Started out strong by picking the Saints and got uh, disappointed with the Cowboys taking them down 27-17. Taysom Hill was not the quarterback we thought he was, and I see why he is and has remained a gadget player mostly and hasn't gotten consideration for quarterback. Didn't really watch much of that game, but can see what happened. And then Tampa Bay, though, so screwed that pick up, which I'm always happy to pick against the Cowboys and be wrong than I am to um, pick for them, pick with them and be wrong. So I'll take that any day of the week. Buccaneers take down the Falcons. That was an easy pick, 30-17, to 17, so seemingly closer than it should have been, but I don't know how close it actually was. Um, this weekend was a blur. Cardinals took down the Bears 33-22. to That's a fun score. They're back in form. And then the Bengals got flipped on their head. They got, they got rocked like they rocked whoever they played last week by the Chargers, 41-22. to So everyone, the Bengals were hot. Apparently they flew too close to the sun. So I don't know what to make. It's impossible. As you know, I am annoyed, at least from the, from the picking game standpoint, because – these games, at least for me, have been very hard to pick. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but which is probably probably closer to the truth than not. So that's what we're rolling with. And then the Lions break their goose egg wide open for their first win, 29-27 over who else? Couldn't have been anybody else than the Vikings. So that happened. Yeah, good job, Vikings. 93% of us got let down by picking you guys. Detroit, I don't even know. what to, It was their Super Bowl, getting that win. The Giants get throttled by the Dolphins, uh, not scoring a touchdown, 20-9. to So, good job, Dolphins. Thank you for being somewhat consistent, unlike anybody else ever. The Eagles, with, with some Minshew mag- magic. Now, the Locked On Eagles podcast, love those guys, great guys. Now, they, and I didn't get to watch the game, so I couldn't tell you, but they looked at it and said, you know, Gardner did some good things, and I wish there were some things that that – um, there, there are some things that he does that I wish, you know, Jalen could pick up, and I agree. But they did not seem confident that he was the he was a potential replacement. They still see him as backup quarterback that he's lacking in, in enough areas. And overall, talent-wise, they don't see him as talented as Jalen. So I don't know what's going on, but handle business against the Jets. Thank goodness, 33-18. I'll take it. Then uh, the Colts. Shut out the Texans. That was an easy pick, 31-0. to um, Anyone could have picked that. So that was no problem there. Washington football team and the Raiders have every bit of the game that I thought they would, 17-15. to And that one was a crapshoot. You picked Washington, I say sure. You picked the Raiders, I say sure. 17-15 to was, I mean, you couldn't get a more predictable score in game. And Washington, unfortunately, was the victor in that one. But it could have gone either way. Even though 71% of people picked the Raiders, I mean, that was just happenstance. So, All right, moving forward, the Rams... Kick back into form and win 37-7 to against Jacksonville. So, um, you know, Urban Myers probing into the NFL, pun intended, has not gone well. But it's Jacksonville. And, like, in all honesty, 
you have to know. Like sometimes these programs are just they need a top to bottom overhaul. I'm talking GM, I'm talking like full coaching staff to be able to really turn things around. So I mean Jacksonville has, has had they they a few years back they got to a point where it's like, oh man, they might be good and then they Jacksonville themselves straight in the foot. And so I don't know. Maybe they need to not be the Jaguars. Maybe the big cat people and the big cat craze is really what screwed them up. I don't know. Uh, in disappointing news, uh, rivalries, bitter rivalries, turn out to be a close game. So the Steelers edge out the Ravens 20-19. to The good old days, as they say, the pre-pandemic days. Oh, I miss those so much. At this point, I'm just like, are we ever, are we ever going to even go back to anything similar? Am I going to go a day without talking about stinking COVID or hearing about vaccines or hearing about cases? Anything, please. I'm ready to go back to that. But yeah, so good job, the Ravens. Um, I don't know what's going on over there. We'll just say that's a rivalry game. So 87% of us picked them, though. So I don't know what to make of it. San Francisco loses to Seattle. So Seattle finds some footing, 30-23. to 23. So screwed up that pick for me. Really appreciate that, Seattle. I thought you guys were just going to be total trash this year. Come on now. Just be trash. If you're going to be trash, just commit to being trash. Don't Russell Wilson your way into a win. Now, it is San Francisco who 6-6. Six and six, ugh, We're not going to get into them. Uh, Kansas City, though, picks back up uh, their form. Takes down Denver, 22-9. Teddy two gloves. I mean, what do you expect? Kansas City, good job. And finally, on Monday night, which sad to say, because of funerals and travel, did not get to see Monday Night Manning. And at this point, I don't know if I'll go back and watch it and haven't even had time to even look up highlights. So I'm sure it was awesome because it's always awesome. Uh, no idea who they had on. But if you guys have any suggestions for highlights or things that I need to see about it, please let me know. Uh, but the Patriots take down the Bills to go to 9-4, and four, winning seven straight. Uh, the Bills continue to be questionable all of a sudden. 14-10, Mac Jones, I think, only threw it three times. And they won. So this was a weird game. But watch out. Here come LA Patriots. So get excited. But that was the picks. Oh, I picked the Bills on that one. Then that one, too, is another one. I was like, I don't know. I should have gone with the Pats. But... Because uh, they're hot and the Bills are kind of sputtering. But here we are. So, rough week of picks. Let's look ahead at this week. Oh, boy, Thursday night, the Steelers and the Vikings. Two extremely mediocre teams, and the pick spread is shows that. Most people are going with the Vikings. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, I have not kept up with either of these teams very much. Dalvin is maybe hurt or out. Adam Thielen is definitely out, so they're struggling. I have no idea what's going on with the Steelers, at least their offense. It's in Minnesota, though, so I'm going to go home team advantage here. Go Vikings, I guess. Yeah, 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 we'll take that pick. Uh, Then, leading off on Sunday, we've got the Ravens and Browns. Technically a rivalry? I don't know. So, the Ravens lost last week. Browns were on a bye. The Browns are being the Browns at 6-6 right now, but... But they could show out. I'm going to go with the Ravens just going off the every other method, though. Uh, Titans, Jags. All right, the Titans should win that, but there's no telling after losing Derrick Henry for the season. Chiefs, Raiders. Now, early on in the season, total crapshoot. Right now, though, it should go to the Chiefs, and that's who we're going to pick. 
Saints, Jets, look, it should be a no-brainer that the Saints, but the Jets are out here, Jets messing around out here being 3-9 and nine could win some games. And the Saints are out here being bad. So nobody really knows what's going on. I'm very much out of it this week too, so um, we're just going to stick with going with favorites and just play the favorites game. Saints, because it is still the Jets, even though it's in New York and the Saints down south in, in Louisiana. Nolans play in a dome. Uh, Cowboys Washington, nice little Hyper Bowl for us. I guess technically not because the Cowboys are eight and four. Washington six and six. It's definitely not the NFC least this year. I have and haven't missed it. It feels like it's the NFC least for Giants and Eagles fans, but not so much so for Washington and Cowboys fans. So, um, I mean, the Cowboys should win, but in these NFC East matchups, there's no telling. Um, gosh, you know, and you know me, I hate picking the Cowboys and getting it wrong, but I need to catch your boy and win this pigskin pick them. All the marbles are on the line, folks. So I guess we're going to pick these cowgirls and hope that they show up. Gosh, it's in Washington though. So it's going to be cold. I have no faith in anybody. My boy, Taylor Heineke might just sling it around a little bit. Oh. It sucks making picks when, like, it's funny, you know, this weekend, such a blur, and then last two days, so it's just like, I don't even, just just missing those, like, we're being kind of out of it in those four days, I feel like I am not up to date on what's going on, who's injured, what's not, haven't had the time or the wherewithal to be able to look at any of that stuff, and it's just like, whole. I feel so lost. I feel like I haven't watched all season and I have no idea who's on what team, but it's just literally been a couple days. All right, moving forward in a game that nobody cares about, the Falcons are taking on the Panthers. Most people pick the Panthers in this, I guess. They're both 5-7, and seven, though. Um, I have no faith in the Panthers. Didn't they lose CMC? I'm going to – I said I was playing favorites. I'm going to go underdog on this Falcons win. Oh, here we go. We've got a little lineup of games nobody cares about. And the Seahawks take on the Texans. Oh, wow, with a strong pick margin of 95-5 over here. I mean, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. But, yeah, nothing else to be said there. Um, Lions, Broncos. Broncos should win? <laughs> There's no telling, though. The Lions are hot. Then get excited. Um, afternoon hits, and we get Giants, Chargers, Oh, boy. So, Chargers coming off a big win. Giants coming off of a typical loss to the Dolphins. And, wow, 98-2 to is the, is the pick spread in favor of the Chargers. That's obviously who I'm going with. But let's go to Connor and our resident Giants fan and see what he thinks will happen this week. They are going to lose this game. There you have it, folks, straight from the Giants fan's mouth. And, you know, interesting take, uh, pretty similar to his previous takes. Um, but I, you know, I, I can appreciate the the depth of analysis there and how he talks about the different nuances in their game and, and you know, where everyone's at health-wise, their, their recent schemes. You know, they seem to be in a scheming slump of just not being able to scheme to win the games. or They seem to be scheming to lose the games, and that can be tough. So, but thank you, as always, Connor, for sending in that that prediction, like clockwork, every week. We really appreciate it. 
Uh, I agree with you, though, once again. All right, and then in a confusing matchup, San Francisco takes on Cincinnati. Is Cincinnati on that every other struggle? Is San Francisco on that every every other um, week? Uh, Grind. Program. Program. That's what I'm looking for. Well, sounds like the trash trucks are out. I don't know if you can hear that, but if you hear an engine roar in the background, uh, it's trash day here, folks. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati though. I think they got a slight edge, especially if they're on the other, every if they're both on the uh, um, every other week program. They should both be due to a win, but I think Cincinnati's just a little bit more poised for that. Buffalo and Tampa Bay. I have no faith in Buffalo right now. I swear to everything. If they blow out Tampa Bay, I might quit. I might quit. You said you asked, what will I quit? You ask. Well, I just might quit. So let you figure that out. Ooh, then a classic rivalry that won't be much of a rivalry game, or shouldn't shouldn't be. But Chicago and Green Bay, I mean, 98-2 to is the spread. Chicago might make it close. Might make it close. They might not. I don't know. Um, Groot apparently agrees with me that it is not worth your time to watch. I don't know if you – I'll translate, though. He said Green Bay by a mile. Um, it'll be by a mile. It's at Lambeau, too. You get it, trash truck. You get it. Uh, then, oh, that's the Sunday night game. Well, it's always fun to see how cold and snowy Lambo gets, so that's a positive. We can watch Aaron just sling it all over Justin Fields and put him in his place. Uh, I say I say, let Aaron get a lead at halftime, then just bring in Jordan Love and let, him, let, let the rooks duke it out, right? I mean, you're 9-3. You're basically in the playoffs. I think they're leading their division. Shouldn't be a thing. Then on Monday night, no idea if we have Monday night Manning, but this game will be exciting at least. L.A. Rams versus the Cards. All right? The Bird Boys. Uh, shout out to Josh. He was calling me Bird Boy. <laughs> He's talking about, oh, man. What a good nickname for trash talk. Bird Boys. And then you got the Rams. But heavily wow 74 26 is a split in favor of the cardinals i mean i agree with that and i think if you listen to me on my sports at least for any extended period of time you definitely understand i would favor the cardinals over the rams but and the rams had been struggling and then had a really good win last week the cardinals had a decent win um that's assuming look if everyone's back to healthy though i mean the cardinals should take this so Go cards. That's exciting for Monday my, Monday night. Let's hope I can uh, close that 50-point gap. Maybe get down to 20 or 30 points. 20 points would be awesome. I mean, if I could just close it this week, uh, your boy, just have a horrible week. Please, um, if you don't mind, just pick every underdog, and you'll be right on two. Maybe three. But that'll that'll make it interesting. I mean, don't you want to make it interesting and make it come down to the last week, not just have a clean lead and just – we get to, you know, three weeks from the end of the season and you're clearly going to win, there's no chance type situation? Yeah, come on, come on, humor me, humor me. But that's the picks, that's the NFL. Um, I think I made a Super Bowl prediction early, 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 early on for potentially the Titans. I, look, the Titans might make a win in the playoffs. They're not going to do much of anything. I have no faith in the Ravens. The, the Chiefs are shaky as well. Um, the Cowboys definitely won't do anything. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Wow. Is the Chargers maybe? Bengals maybe? I mean, it looks like it's really going to come down to the Bucks, the Bills. Sneeze break. Ooh, and that was a close one. I 
was able to hit pause right after I said sneeze break, but I sneezed something fierce. So you're welcome for not getting to hear that. So um, sadly, I think, you know, the Bucks, the Packers, I guess, and I'm really pulling for the cards. I mean, those are kind of my three, and I guess the Bills and the Patriots. Those are kind of my top teams right now going into the playoffs. I don't know who's going to really um, get things squared away, though, in these next couple weeks. We'll just see how that unfolds. Who do you got for the Super Bowl? I think I'd like uh, not the Bucks. really, just honest. I mean, on one hand, I've become a more, Tom, more of a Tom Brady fan now that he's not with the Pats, and he's just out here goading around at, like, 44. But on the other hand, you know me. I like the parody, okay? So, I mean, I'd really like to see the Bills get in. Bills and, like, the Cardinals. I think it'd be cool. Are they both in the AFC? Can't remember, but they might be, so that might be impossible. No, no, no. Cardinals are in the NFC. What am I doing? I'm crazy. All right, that's it for NFL stuff, though. We'll move on to the more exciting college football. Um, yeah, because that was big time. Big time college football stuff. So we had our championship weekend. All of the championships came out, and it was horrible for the most part. My, whoa, excuse me. Minus one. Friday. Utah absolutely stuck it to Oregon, 38-10, to 10, just reminding them two weeks in a row that, hey, you're overrated. We're way better than you. So, bada-bing, bada-boom, good job, Utah. Taking them down, putting Oregon in their place. Go Utes! Now, on to some sad stuff. Oklahoma State did everything in their power to not win and lost 21-16, to 16, shattering their hopes of potentially doing the college football playoff. And since then, what do we have? We have... Their epic defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, saying, I'm going to go to the other OSU, Ohio State. No, not for a head coaching or an upgrade, really. Um, maybe in prestige program and pay, probably. But um, just to be their, de- their defensive coordinator. So that sucks. <laughs> I guess OSU got their one-year really good defense. I don't know. Maybe they can piece it together. We will see. I think OSU and OU next year will be down years at this point because OSU is going to be graduating a bunch of those super seniors and OU, I mean, with Brent Venables, everyone said, oh, you know, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine overall in the long run, but right now they could still struggle very much. So who knows? So, yeah, so Baylor takes them down 21-16. I mean, they had two giant goal line stands against OSU, Baylor did, and stop them and I mean it literally came down to inches I look we can talk about the interceptions we can talk about bad game planning and scheming but really it was minus Jalen Warren the scheme in the game plan was Jalen Warren wasn't in and their backup running back was total garbage not even serviceable for the most part yeah they couldn't get their running game but this guy had no vision for any sort of cutbacks on zone reads or, or finding any lanes he I've never seen a running back run into the at a D1 level, just run into the back of his lineman so many times. Yeah, Baylor's D-line got a good push, but the point of you know zone blocking and the different schemes that they're doing with the motion is to like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna you know call it, we're gonna call it, you know, 26 or whatever, uh, 26 zone, and but they all just block left. We give you the ball, and you you kind of have a second to scan and see where the hole opens up and goes, right? So you can so if they over pursue, there's a nice little cutback. You can at least get two yards, right? Instead, he got negative two yards. And when it came down to it, he had the final play of the game, which they should have done a quarterback sneak like three times before that because they could have gotten in. They were that close, but instead they gave it to him, and 
gave it to him way in the backfield to try to let the box get set up, even though they were getting stuffed and their line couldn't get a push. So, I mean, read the situation. But then, you know, he tries to outrun the guy to the pylon, and instead of just shouldering into him kind of because he had a half step on him and then lunging forward and, and definitely getting into the end zone because you're, you're on the two-yard line, he decides to try and totally outrun him and bow way too wide and thus ends up coming up short. So, I mean, look, he first snaps he saw all year, <laughs> And I clearly see why he didn't see any snaps before this, but it was just, it just shows that like, look, I mean, Jalen Warren is a gamer, he's a game changer, but just to even have, to even have a guy, just a serviceable guy who has a little bit of vision, maybe a one cut guy or two guys who can interchange back. You have a power guy, you have a, you have a, you have a scat back guy and you can kind of, you know, by committee cover for him. That's all they needed was a little bit more of a running game, and and I fully believe they would have won. But that's enough about that. Um, seeing how the rest of they panned out, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have made it in the playoff anyways. Because nice segue here, because Alabama throttled Georgia forty one to twenty four and just gave them the business. Uh, so look, all the all the outcomes today were not what I wanted. Yeah, so. Georgia, once again, when push comes to shove, can't quite cut it. Now, they're still in the playoff, and there's still a chance, but it is not as clear as, that it is their um, championship to lose at this point. It's Alabama kind of rocked their confidence and busted it wide open. There's no telling what's going to happen. It would probably be them in the championship, them too, as much as I just, I just don't really want Alabama to be there. Georgia, I'm kind of, eh, but... The fact that Michigan throttled Iowa. Oh, Iowa, great year for you. 10-3, 7-2 in your conference. But, man, did you guys really... I mean, you wouldn't have guessed you were at one point the number two team in the country. Uh, Michigan, though, has found themselves. They got over the Ohio State hump, the Big Ten Championship hump. Time to address, for the first time, the college football playoff hump. Let's see what you can do. Unfortunately, I believe they have Georgia. So that sucks. I would rather them have it Alabama. But I'm happy with three of the four teams in the playoff. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But uh Cincinnati, they did thirty five to twenty against Houston, solidifying their spot. Let's go Bearcats, pulling for you guys all the way. You and Michigan. That's what I'd love to see. Cincinnati, Michigan for the Natty, that'd be fun. But I mean let's be real here, folks. That is, they're going to have to have the game of their lives. Everybody is. The coaches are. The players are. I mean, it is going to take everything in their being to get to the natty. And then who knows if they'll have enough juice. That might galvanize them. That might give them the juice. But who knows. But they they took care of business against Houston. Um, Pittsburgh out here just schlacked Wake Forest 45 to 21 you know Wake Forest been scoring up in the 40s all year and they got the 21 in the first quarter and then shut out so good job Pittsburgh but I guess their Pittsburgh's quarterback is one of the Heisman finalists I haven't been paying attention at all and then in games you don't care about Utah State takes down oh gosh sorry about that Utah State takes down San Diego State unranked Utah State takes down San Diego State 46 to 13 wild upset for the Mountain West Championship then in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game we got Appalachian State losing to Louisiana 16-24. to Good job, Louisiana. Go Ragin' Cajuns. 
So what does that mean for the playoff? We got the rankings. Um, we know you know we have Brent Venables in now at OU, and I think that's a win. Great defensive mind. I'm excited to see if he can build that defense. I this is where I'm. Th- this made me more disappointed that OSU lost their guy because it would have been fun to see the OU OSU showdown, two robust defenses. But they lost Jim Knowles, so whatever to the other OSU. Kind of annoying. But we have the full bowl game schedule, and I'm not going to bore you with all the details of because there's a bazillion bowls. Uh, I did come across one that was interesting. Anyone can get a bowl. I, you know what I would love someday? Now, I think we'd have to get real big, but I'm not going to rule it out. I want this podcast to sponsor a bowl game. And I, if this grows big enough, we get sponsorships, contributors, every, everyone, and I, want, and I want it to be the Rambling Viking podcast potentially or just the rambling viking bowl game i think the rambling viking podcast bowl game and here's the here's the dream right we do it and i mean at that point we'd, we'd be so big so we'd have to run a sweepstakes but probably would have i'd figure out a way to try and get as many fans as i could there you know freaking have a have a suite have a section you know passes to um, to get onto the field after the game do do make it a whole experience that'd be awesome so Need you guys to share it, like it, continue to listen, continue supporting. Appreciate it as always. But uh, what prompted that was there's a Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle. Holy crap, that is a mouthful. But you have a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Uh, Cool, I guess. Yeah, there's so many interesting. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. There's so many good bowls now because it's just like they have so many bowl games. So here you go. Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. (laughs) Jeez, the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Oh my gosh, so many good bowls though. But we're not going to bore you with all the all the bowls that leading up. But December's filled with bowls. See, like this is San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. I, I just love the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Like those are great. Oh, they got Wasabi Fenway. Wasabi is sponsoring a bowl game? That's epic. I love that. Bowl game sponsored by Wasabi. Freaking awesome. Okay, now we're getting into some of the ones that matter. Starting on the 29th, you got SMU versus Virginia. Nobody cares. That's the Wasabi Bowl, actually. Get a little spicy. Clemson and Iowa State. That'll be fun to, fun to watch. Even though I don't like Iowa State, I'm going to be pulling for Iowa State. Uh, Clemson has lost Brent Venables so because Big 12 over ACC. That's the cheese it Bowl. Valero Alamo Bowl, 9.15 p.m. on December 29th. That's a late game for those of us. It's uh, OU versus OU, Oregon versus Oklahoma. My hope is now there's no telling who's even stuck around with all these transfers and stuff. Uh, Bob Stoop stepped in, though, and I think he maybe has rallied the troop, those people who actually still care to go and play and win. Um, honestly, of course I'm pulling for OU, and I hope they wreck them. But, man, I don't know. We'll just see. We'll see. They've got a few weeks to figure things out. So, should be all right. But then December 30th, oh, this is cool. Battle of the Carolinas and Duke's Mayo Bowl. Uh, my gosh. Just to be like, you know, you play in these bowl games, you get a bunch of gear for the bowl game. And it's like, I'm just thinking like 15 years later, you know, if you still have some of the gear, it's like, yeah, Duke's Mayo Bowl. Like, you you, you – like like Joe Exotic always wore Seth Wadley uh, 
dealership hats. You have your Duke Mayo Bowl hat from back in the day, back in my day when I was in the Duke Mayo Bowl. That'd be pretty fun. Oh, man. But North and South Carolina taking on each other. That'll be good. That'll be a good game. Oh, man. Uh, Michigan State versus Pittsburgh should be good in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, 7 p.m. on December 30th. Wisconsin and Arizona State. Okay. Some of these are random. I was like, I didn't even know Arizona State was a thing. How they got... Don't know. Don't know. Then New Year's Eve. We've got Wake Forest and Texas A&M. That'll be fun in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Now that's... Now that's a company name. The Tax Slayer. We are the Tax Slayers. We will slay your taxes. That's my kind of tax company. I might use them now just because of that name. Good job. And then you have names like Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. It's great. Washington State versus Miami. Yeah, nobody cares about that one. They got such a good bowl. Barstool Sports sponsors a bowl now. Central Michigan and Boise State. Well, that's a letdown. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. Now we get into the semifinals. You got Cincinnati versus Bama, who's number one. I think Michigan should have been propped up to number one, but whatever. You beat the number one, you become the number one, I guess. Um, so, Cincy and Alabama, 3.30 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Pulling, pulling for Cincy. Go Bearcats, but man, they're going to have to have the game of their life. Do I think they're going to win? No. Do I want them to win so badly? Yes. I mean, I guess we'll see, though. We'll see if they deserve to be in here. Now, truth be told, I think there's going to be a lot of talk if, say, they get kind of handled, right? It's like 40 to 20, like it was when they played Georgia. And it's like, what, on that, just on that merit alone, what are you supposed to say? But you would say, oh, since he shouldn't have been there, you know, a non-Power 5 team shouldn't have been there. And it's like, f- name me, I can name five other teams that probably would have had the same outcome. You know, this is hypothetical here, but would have had the same outcome. Um, because Alabama's just really, really good. So, there's to me, that that argument holds no weight. I'm glad Cincinnati got there. I think they deserve to be there. And then, uh, 7.30, you got the Capital One Orange Bowl, the other semifinal, Georgia and Michigan. Now, that is going to be a game. Um, I really don't care who wins this one, honestly. I just think it'll be a great game. I guess, I don't know how, Seth, if you listen to this, how do you feel? Because, you know, as you know, my best friend's an Ohio State fan, while well, I am annoyed that they snatched up our uh, OSU's defensive coordinator, it is what it is. At the same time, if he wants Michigan to lose, which I don't know if he does, but uh, I don't care who wins that one, honestly. Either one of those teams, I'm happy with him being in the natty. Really, we just need Bama not to get there. So I think that'll be a great game. I think, gosh, I don't know. Michigan has been playing so well, and Georgia just got rocked. Their confidence is shaky. They might choke it out. They might choke themselves out here. And Michigan, it's their first time here. They don't know any better. They're going to play with some reckless abandon, right? You could say they're either going to be like a deer in headlights or they're going to play with reckless abandon. Georgia's been here and has not made the cut yet. Has not made it over that championship hump. So they've got some history. Then um, January 1st, we got the uh, Penn State and Arkansas in the Outback Bowl. It's a game, I mean, if you're an Arkansas fan or you're a Penn State fan, go ahead and watch it, and I'll probably maybe watch it, keep up with it, but it should be a good game. Penn State kind of fizzled out. Arkansas had a great year for them. So um, the VRBO, is it VRBO or Verbo? Iowa and Kentucky, another one that don't really care that much about. Uh, then one I do care about, PlayStation Fiesta Bowl at 1 p.m. is Notre Dame versus Oklahoma State. 
Now, having lost Jim Knowles, does he stay through the bowl game? I doubt it. But I don't know if Jalen Warren's even going to play. I don't know what this is going to look like. I need I need OSU to take down Notre Dame. Please? Please? But we'll see. Uh, then in exciting news, Rose Bowl. Jeez, see, this is some of these titles. Rose Bowl game presented by Capital One Venture X. Get too specific. There should be a, a limit cap. Like you, you can just you get two words or a three word phrase at most. You don't get it's the Capital One Venture X. Like I get it's advertising game and it's a money game and they're willing to pay that big money. But to me, I'm just like, can we just keep it nice and short? How am I supposed to buy a shirt that says that? Like that is just annoying. Um, you have Ohio State and Utah though. That should be a fun game. Uh, I think Utah might get throttled. They might get throttled, but they might play them close. We'll just see. Sugar Bowl, you got Ole Miss and Baylor. I guess go Baylor. No, go Baylor because Big 12 over SEC all day. That night, and then on January 4th, we got LSU and K-State in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. So go K-State, go Cats. And then on Monday, January 10th, you've got the national championship game, which should be Cincinnati versus either Georgia or Michigan. Cincinnati versus Michigan. That's my prediction. And I want Cincinnati to win it all. But, boy, is that a long shot. Will I bet a dollar or $10 on that? And then if that happens, I'm sure I get a giant payout? Maybe. Maybe I should. Are you going to? Maybe you should. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on how you think the final rankings end up, how you think the what do you think is going to happen? What do you want to happen versus what do you think is going to happen? You know, your your prediction versus your hope. Um, sometimes those are the same, but would love to know anything and everything as far as that goes, but I got a little bit of a break now in college football. You got stuff starting, I think, I mean, the bowl games don't even start up until December 17th, so you got a couple weeks. It's going to be a little bit weird, but we got the NFL here and the NBA's picking up, college basketball's picking up. So that's some exciting stuff, but Yeah, I think that'll do it for this sports edition of the Rambling Viking podcast. Uh, I'm going to get off of here because, as you can hear, I've got someone who is not happy that I am not playing fetch right now. So, would you chill? My goodness. But just remember, uh, Cookie Day video coming up and still coming up. (laughs) One of these days, I might get it done. We'll see. But yeah, that's what's going on in my world. Been kind of a whirlwind. I'll should get you a weekly dose of weird out here soon. And I think I'm going to be doing an episode on this Alec Baldwin situation a little bit. Maybe not a super deep dive, but I heard a clip from the interview that was kind of shocking and kind of interesting. And I don't know, I think it points to some cultural issues that we see in my generation specifically that I am guilty of very much too. And that something I want, I want to address and highlight and let me know if you like those, you know, kind of culture episodes, you know, this last week I talked about the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff twice and pointed out some things and, um, you know, using specific examples or if you, uh, you know, prefer the doses of weird, but, but thank you as always for being, uh, thank you as always. Thank you for being a part of the Hanya Accord. And if you're new here, thank you for joining the Hanya Accord. Uh, Remember, I appreciate any and all feedback. Go sure to be sure to go and leave a podcast review if you enjoy this. Remember to share it with your friends and follow us on social media. Facebook and Instagram is where we're at. We're also on YouTube, and that's where you're going to find the Cookie Day video and other subsequent videos I'll release. But that does it for this episode, and um, thank you as always for listening. We'll see you right here next time on the Rambly Viking Podcast. This is your head, Hanyak, signing off. <laughs>